The following program has been paid for by TD Touchpoints. The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KFYI or iHeartMedia. This is the Carol Royce Real Estate Radio Show on News Talk 550 KFYI. Welcome, everyone, to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show right here on 550 KFYI. We're here with you every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. And I'm Vicki Middlebrook, and I'm in studio today with Joshua Collum. Hey there, how's it going? It's going awesome, Josh. It's a kind of a hot Father's <laughs> Day weekend, but and happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there yes, listening happy today. happy Father's Day. So we hope you're enjoying this day, and hopefully you're on your way to spending time with family or going and doing something um, special for you today. So, Josh... Basically, we're going to break down what's going on in the local Arizona real estate market with our listeners because I'm sure a lot of them are turning up the volume right now because of what's been reported in the news with what's going on in the market with the feds raising interest rates Mm -hmm. and with more inventory coming on the real estate market. People want to know what's going on out there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I can have a conversation with anyone out there without them hearing that I'm a realtor and them wanting to know what's on the market. So there's been some stuff going on and news updates. And yeah, let's dive into that report. That's right. So if we want to go ahead and check out what's going on in our luxury market, these are homes that are priced over $1 million. And all data is compiled from the Arizona Regional Multiple List Service, servicing Maricopa and Pinal counties. Here we go on our this week's luxury report. Currently, there's 1,524 luxury homes for sale priced from $1 million to a high of $32 million. The current average price luxury for sale home, $2.57 million, with days on market averaging 57 days. There's also this inventory that's getting ready to come on the market. Some of the sellers are allowing showings on these homes, Josh. Mm -hmm. It's our coming soon inventory. 118 properties are in coming soon, priced from $1 million million to a high of $11 million. So again, some of these homes can be seen right now. Under contract in escrow, there's 880 luxury homes priced from $1 million to a high of $14.95 million. The average price luxury home in escrow, these homes have buyers on them, $2.15 million, with days on market averaging 64 for those homes. Sold, closed escrow. We had 145 homes closed in our MLS just since last week's show. Closed escrow priced from $1 million to a high of $12 million. Now, Josh, these are still really great numbers. They are. I mean, we're definitely still seeing the market moving. Um, I know that I'm super excited for that one that's for $32 million to finally go under contract. Um, but we've had some awesome sales, and we're continuing to see that still. That's right. So one thing I want you, our listeners, to be educated on this market. And I know I'm going over the luxury market right now. And maybe you're saying, hey, I'm not in a home that's that price point. But you need to pay close attention because whatever happens in that luxury market trickles down to kind of all markets. And when I say these are still great healthy numbers for how many closings we had just since last week's show, that's one of the numbers I want to start tracking weekly to make sure that we can see that we're still in healthy numbers each week for our closings. Right, Josh? Definitely. I mean, if we take a look at last week's closings, we had just over 
177. So we're a little less this time, but the market is still certainly moving. That's right. Now, if we take a look at what is the current average price sold luxury home in our valley, it's 1.96 million with average days on market 47. Since the first of the year, we've had 3,161 homes that were listed for sale over a million dollars close escrow. The highest price luxury home in our MLS that closed this year since the first of the year, mm-hmm. 28.1 million. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> there were definitely years where we never even saw houses sell for over four or five million. So we've definitely had that ultra luxury. And I know that you've been tracking that as well. Whenever I see numbers like that, it's exciting to know that we have that product here in Phoenix. Yeah. So, Josh, let's break down the over 1.5 million market. So these are homes that were listed for sale 1.5 million or above. And they've sold since the first of the year. We've had 1,537 of those homes with an average price point of 2.71 million with days on market 58 for the average. So we are seeing a healthy, strong luxury Mm -hmm. market. We need to focus on this week after week, though, to see if we see any changes as the market is shifting a little bit. Currently, we're still seeing that inventory is rising a bit, but we're still seeing some good numbers on our sales. Yeah. And I know when it comes to the luxury market, I mean, there are still quite a bit of the cash players in that arena, maybe a little more than you're seeing in that under a million. We'll uh, compare that later the show, but no, it's definitely healthy when you are seeing those luxury sales. Arizona is still very much a desirable place. We've got tons of companies who are moving out here. And I think with that comes a lot more luxury sales as well. So Week after week, you're just going to have to keep coming back. (laughs) Right. And we have some phenomenal properties that are in that luxury price point at the Carroll Race team. So if you're, doesn't matter what part of the valley you're looking in, we have homes. Like we have this amazing estate over at 3245 East Desert Lane in Phoenix, listed for sale for $2 million. It's at Baseline Road and 32nd Street. So easy to access, whether Tempe, the downtown area, or to go to sporting events. This is a beautiful custom home estate with panoramic views of South Mountain, has a pool, a spa, horse setup. So if you have horses, it's a great property for that. If you don't have horses, it's still a phenomenal property because it is an estate. And this house has 5,300 square feet with just unbelievable custom finishes. What I love about it is downstairs, Josh. Mm Mm-hmm. In the basement, it has a walkout basement. It has a theater room. So you can go down there and and watch movies or watch, you know, the latest game on TV. I mean, it sounds like this house has a lot of boxes that it can check that a lot of the ones here in Phoenix don't have. I mean, it's kind of rarer to find houses that do have that equestrian capability, let alone a theater in the basement or a basement. So if you're looking for a house that has it all, it sounds like this is the one. And one great thing about this house is it's centrally located. So you're Mm -hmm. not having to drive too far east or west or south or north to have a property like this. So it's an unbelievable estate. So reach out to the Carroway's team today at 480-776-5231. And we'd love to show you this home on Desert Lane. Josh, one thing I want to mention and kind of talk about is I noticed something kind of changing in our market. Mm -hmm. Because I'm noticing that all of a sudden, I'm starting to get um, more kind of realtors reaching out saying, what are you guys seeing at the Carroll Race team? Mm-hmm. Are you seeing that days on market are getting longer? Are you seeing that showings are taking 
a slowdown. We're starting to get calls from other agents going, we're noticing a little shift in the market. We know that the Carol Race team, that you guys do your radio show, that you are bringing new inventory on the market daily. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they call us and they want to have those kind of conversations or kind of mastermind with us, you know, that's that's an honor. But what we are seeing is we are seeing as inventory is rising, and buyers are kind of hearing the the noise about the Fed's raising the interest rates. Mm-hmm. Buyers kind of will sit back and go, oh, my gosh, I'm not sure what this is going to mean for my family and myself. So let's sit back and kind of watch what how this plays out. And what happens is the home sellers get less showings on their homes. Yeah, I would say so. Um, as far as the market right now, yeah, we – it's definitely transitional. We're noticing that showings are getting fewer and fewer between. That's not to say there's not buyers out there. Buyers are always going through life events and things that are making them need to buy. Um, but I think being on top of the numbers and knowing what the market is doing is key to having success in this market. And it's why we've been a team for so long is because we do track the market week after week. That's right. And agent selection matters more than ever because you have to go with a real estate team that understands when the market kind of is going through a change, but a team that's always had systems. Mm -hmm. So Josh, one thing at the Carol Reese team, we did not shortcut our systems. Even when we were in this fast paced market over the last two years, we were still launching our homes with professional photography. We were writing descriptions about the homes, the words matter, the lifestyle, like the area, surrounding area matter where that home's located. We really were putting emphasis on our marketing with all of the marketing, wonderful marketing team and videographer that we have on our team. And in a market like this, when the market's kind of shifting, you need a team that has those systems in place and is constantly adding more items to what they do instead of backing down because what's happening is as less sales happen Mm -hmm. sometimes realtors go okay i don't have the money in the budget to now market this home properly yeah i mean you only get one crack at launching your home correctly um Beyond that, you're kind of jeopardizing yourself. And in a hotter market that we were in, sure, there were ways you could shortcut things. But one thing we have always done to the Carol Royce team is wanted to get the most amount of equity in your pocket at the end of the sale. And I think by doing those shortcuts then, there were definitely some sellers who sure got offers, but maybe not the highest and best. And so by not shortcutting, that's what we're doing. We're guaranteeing you, the seller, that we can get the most amount of money in your pocket. Because every house is different. Every house has features that you know accentuate it and make buyers gravitate towards it. And we want to play that house to its strengths. Um, when we take a home into our inventory, I mean, there's over 127 steps we do before you know launching it on the market. We have our own buyers in waiting. So, I mean, we create our own demand there. That's We're different. Right. We do. We take a different approach for getting our home sellers home sold. And we understand everybody has a story, mm-hmm. whether it's the sellers that have a story or the buyers that have a story for the reason for buying. And so we take that serious and 
we just want you to know that agent selection matters more than ever when we're going into times like these where inventory is starting to rise. We know interest rates are rising. So you owe it to yourself to reach out to the Carol Royce team today at 480-776-5231. Or you can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com. We're going to go on a short break, but when we come back after this break, we're going to continue talking about our local Arizona real estate market. And we have a special guest that we want you to stay tuned for. And there's going to be a lot of insight and wisdom there. So remember, carolhasthebuyers.com or call us direct 480-776-5231. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Worst. Of course, I'm your host here every single Sunday afternoon. And you know, this is a real estate show. We're educating you, the consumer, on our Arizona real estate, mostly in Maricopa and Pinal counties. But today, we're going to take a little different bent. I've got Mr. Lou Silverman in studio with me today. He is with Silverman Law Office. And Lou's been in the business about the same time I have, Lou, about about 40 40 years. years, about 40 years. You know, let's talk, since this is a real estate show, let's talk a little bit about real estate and real estate planning because you are an estate and and planning mm-hmm. company. So what what does your law office what 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 do you specialize in? Well, estate planning, probate and trust mm-hmm. law. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm board certified by the State Bar of Arizona. Okay, good. Which just recognizes that mm-hmm. as my specialty. Mm-hmm. So we deal with real estate in the either the estate planning part, which is how do I plan for the eventual passing of my property, mm-hmm. or also how do I plan for my incapacity, which is another well, that's another, we run run into that too. Another mm-hmm. avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in our practice, and how do we deal with um, death and how how property passes on death, and of course, that's going to depend on what people did up front. So a lot of what we do up front is to make that up that back end process simple and easy. But a lot of people who don't plan up front, mm. then that back end probate process is more complex. It's not simple and easy because right. we do get those calls. So 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 say so say you've got you've got an estate. You've got a couple of million dollars and you've got a couple of rental houses in your primary residence. What 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 should they do? Well, I think the number one thing that in terms of the it, we're going to break it down into pieces. Okay, so good, good. I would always recommend, no matter what, is that you have a financial power of attorney yes. and a healthcare power of attorney. Yes, so you have yes. somebody that okay. you've designated who can st- stand in your shoes mm-hmm. and take care of anything that's related mm-hmm. to property or finance. Absolutely. Um, that's number one. Number two would be a healthcare power, mm-hmm. which is somebody can make medical care decisions if you can't make them sure, for yourself. Sure, absolutely. And usually I'd always recommend a primary and an alternate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's decisions to be made in, within those documents, such as do you want to be an organ donor? Do mm-hmm. you want to be cremated? Mm-hmm. People are now doing whole body donation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also now something where people are having their uh, remains composted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and used used for fertilizer to plant a tree. So well, there you go. So there's different options now that you're seeing, mm-hmm. um, and so that's just one component that everybody should have. Sure. Then, depending on the nature of the assets and the size of the estate, mm-hmm. people are usually either looking at a will-based plan or a trust-based plan. Mm-hmm. Now, right. with your example, though, with with multi parcels of real mm-hmm. estate. Mm-hmm. I would definitely talk about a trust. Right. And the benefit of the trust is number one, it provides lifetime planning 
a will is only effective on death. Okay. So if you did a will and you put it away for the next 30 years, mm -hmm. when you die, mm -hmm. it's valid. Mm -hmm. uh, if it was valid then, it's valid now. Okay. It may not be up to date, but that's a different it's valid. question. Okay. Um, but with a trust, you're providing that if I become incapacitated and I can no longer manage my property, I have a plan within my trust first to figure out how am I going to be determined to be incapacitated. Mm -hmm. So do, you, do I want a team of doctors to make that call? Would I rather have my family members make that call or a combo of the two? But we wanna know how is it that we can make the call that you're incapacitated because then we wanna have a successor trustee step into your shoes and start managing those rentals in exactly. your house and your, exactly. your properties. Mm -hmm. um, that's the lifetime planning component. And then on death, if a trust is properly funded and funding is title, so if we have the assets in the right name, so in your case, if we had the assets in the Carol Royce Trust, mm -hmm. on your death, your successor trustee can immediately sell those assets, uh, manage them, give them away, whatever the, the role calls for. There's no probate. Oh, I love There's it. no court yeah. needed. And you've also been able to choose the right people. So you're mm -hmm. not just kind of you know, relying on default. Right. You're choosing the person that you trust to do the job. Right. That has the skills to do the job. You know, just sitting here talking with you, two things ran through my mind. So, so you, you set this all up for me. Do mm -hmm. you know that I have sold three of the properties that were originally in that trust and I bought three more? And I haven't even contacted you to change that. Okay. That, that's important. That is important. Because those three properties that I bought would be outside that trust. They are. And so if they're outside ah, the trust, okay. they're yeah. not, the trust isn't doing you really the, no, the value. No, I just thought of that, Lou. Because yeah. now when you die with a trust, you still have what's called a pour over will. Mm, okay. What a pour over will says basically anything that's in my name on my desk okay. that I haven't already put in my trust will, will pour into my mm -hmm, trust. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like to look at it as yep. a safety net. Yes. But it's not the primary way we want to fund your trust. So yes, you should contact us. And yes. Tell us where the properties are located. Right. We can access them, you know, sure, through the sure. the websites. And then we'll prepare the deeds and right. get them in the trust for you. So then, so then if anybody looks at these properties online, instead of seeing Carol Royce, they might see whatever my trust is. So yes. we're seeing a lot of that. Yes. So when, when we go to escrow, so say you call me out to sell your, your primary residence or one of your rentals and it's in a trust, one of the things that we always say is the title company is going to want to see that trust. And when you sign that purchase contract, you need to sign it. Listing agreement to the way that your trust reads. Right. Yes. But to clarify, okay. and this is confusing to people because not only on death, as you just mentioned, but during lifetime, mm -hmm. when you deal with third parties, many of them are going to say that we need to see a copy of your trust. Bank may say that. The bank says it. But, yes. Title, but by yes. law, they're not entitled to a to copy the whole, of it. They're no, not. And no. so you have to stand your ground with those people. You have what's called a certification of trust in in your binder because if yes, you put your binder yes, together, well, so I yes. know that, <laughs> but anybody would have that. Mm -hmm. That certification is a very short summary mm -hmm. of the provisions that any third party really needs to see in order to, to take your authority. Put this in my name, or I'm, I'm sorry, my trust name, and I have the authority to do it. And I'll, that's all they need. And so you really have to take your ground because once you provide a third party with a copy of your trust, you basically made your trust public. 
because oh, you don't okay. know what happens to it from there. That's right. So I wouldn't provide a copy of my trust to anybody unless I absolutely want to. Okay. But yes, yeah, so that certification goes to the mm-hmm. title company mm-hmm. and that puts them in a position where they can go ahead and close escrow and sell mm-hmm. your property. Mm-hmm. And then you sign it as trustee of yes. the trust. Yes. 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 And same thing. I know I've gone I've gone down to, to, to the bank where I bank and to open various checking accounts for some of my rentals that are mm-hmm. in trust and I've had to provide. Mm-hmm. And I've called your office and that's what they've said. Here, this is all you need to provide. Don't right. you don't need to take your whole trust down there. Yeah. Now a lot of people with rentals will create LLCs. Yes, which you did for me. Right. Yes, yes. And so with a, with an LLC, once you if you haven't created it yet, our recommendation is create it with your trust as the member. So with yes. LLCs, the role of member is like the stockholder. Mm-hmm. So the Carol Royce Trust is the member owner of the LLC. So it's already in the trust right up front. Right. And that's what you've done for me. So thank you. Then once you buy the Mm -hmm. real estate, you buy it in the name of the LLC, Mm -hmm. not in the name of the trust. Right. So the LLC owns the real estate and the LLC has any bank accounts that are associated with And what does that do, Lou? That just gives me a little more protection in case one of the tenants something happens or or somebody wants to sue me or so what is the purpose of having that rental in an llc it's all for creditor protection Mm -hmm. so if uh, somebody got hurt on that rental property Mm -hmm. and they sue you you don't have a big pool of assets that they can recover from you have one asset you have that particular rental property so they can't come after your other assets is what it amounts to. So if I have six rental properties, does each rental property need its own LLC? If It needs it if you want the maximum of protection. Because if you have multiple properties in a single LLC, then that's more assets that a creditor could attach. So if you had six separate LLCs and you only have one LLC with one asset in mm-hmm. it that they can go after. Well, I remember when I met with you last, Lou, you, you did that for me. You set up those LLCs. You right. you had them recorded at the county recorder's office, and so that just made my life so much easier. Right. Right. Yeah, so it's, um, it's a pretty typical process for rental mm-hmm. properties mm-hmm. to do that. So there are a lot of ways uh, that you that you can protect your assets. There are many ways that you can protect your family and your heirs to get what you want them to have, to go to the right people. Right. But, Lou, you've got to do it. You've got to come in. You've got to make an appointment with Lou Silverman. His phone number is 480-491-3216. If you're listening to me today, this is who I, Carol Royce, use. Uh, I have trust in Silverman uh, Law Firm. I know that they do a good job. Uh, You guys keep me updated. You keep me informed when I need to come in and see you. And so, again, Lou is board certified, been doing this as long as I have. Yep. Boy, we are awfully young to be doing it this long, long, Lou. We look look at two, don't we? We we absolutely do. Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show. We're here to bring you value. And I'm hoping today... You learned something in my conversation with Lou Silverman on how to protect your assets. And that's, Lou, what you've done for me, trying to protect my assets, protecting me with my finances, with my health care, with my medical, letting me pass on to to the party in my life that I want to get certain certain assets and things. And so, again, uh, Lou's number is 480-491. Three two one six. I'm going to highly recommend him pick up the phone column. You guys are easy to work with.
Well, thank you. I think we are. You're easy to work with. And when you leave Lou's office, you're going to feel like a burden's been lifted. Like a burden. Lou, that's what happened. I walked out and just a burden had been lifted from me. That is good. Hey, this is Carol Royce. I'm here with you every single Sunday afternoon. What a glorious Sunday afternoon this is. I hope that uh, you're enjoying it with your family. I hope that we have brought some interesting and beneficial information to you. Reach out to me, 480-776-5231. Welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce, and I am very, very excited today because I've got one of my favorite people in the studio, Josh. I know you're my favorite person, <laughs> but we've also got Greg Boone in the studio with us today. That we do. Oh, that's good. That's good. I th- at first, I thought you were going to say me, and I was like, oh my goodness, that's exciting. <laughs> oh, Josh gets upset if I don't refer to yes. him frequently as one of my favorites. I so. love Josh, too. <laughs> Thank, Thank you both so much. <laughs> so, Greg, we were, we were talking a couple of weeks ago, and you mentioned that there's that's, something called a step up to independence. I want you to talk just a little bit about that because many of our listeners don't know of Save the Family. Maybe they've never heard of Save the Family, but I think it's really important for all of us to know that mm-hmm. you are a great organization, what you do, and how you're helping families. Well, housing is the key element of what Save the Family does. And we operate a variety of different housing, uh, long-term affordable housing, transitional housing, rapid rehousing, and I won't bore you with all those details. Mm. The one detailed program I want to get into is called Step Up to Independence. Okay. And really, that's a privately funded model, so it mm-hmm. eliminates government red tape okay. and or support. And by doing, by privately funding it, we're allowed to take more ownership of the programmatic elements, mm-hmm. making it a requirement to attend case management, to attend supportive services mm-hmm. and other programming that we know through our 34 years of, mm-hmm. of service in the community to work to end mm-hmm. a family's homelessness. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. So privately funded. That's so right. what does that cost? What does that look like? It's about a over a half million dollar program oh every gosh, year okay. to okay. support about 26 families every okay. year. Uh-huh. Now, that breaks down to quite an expensive program per family, mm-hmm. but they can stay up to 24 months. Mm-hmm. And while they are living in a very small, uh, very minimal rental agreement, uh, that money is put aside. Mm-hmm. They're also required to save and to become uh, part of our financial literacy programs. Um, while they're case managed through that process, their child is provided with after-school programming, drop-in daycare, and the like, summer camp programs, and so forth. But while the parents are, or parents, 70% of the time mm-hmm. it's a single mom, single. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be in our program becoming financially literate. They're going to save. And then if they complete all of the program requirements, not only do they have their savings returned to them, but all of their program and or rental fees. Amazing. Amazing. 100% of it. And so that leaves a family once they exit our program successfully with enough for a first last month's rent, security deposit, pet deposit, all the deposits that are necessary oh, which to is move a lot. into a It's a lot place. of money. It it's is. It's a lot of money. Uh, I mean, it can be thousands of dollars. That's L- right. It is thousands of dollars. So, you know, I, I, I really think that this is an awesome, awesome program because I would suspect that some of these uh, single moms and with, with families come from a situation where they weren't stable, where they weren't taught 
how to save money, financial stability. Um, maybe they come, came from a homeless or a transient background. Mm-hmm. And so I know that your goal at Save the Family is to break that cycle. Break the cycle of homelessness. Yes. I, that is the vision of Save the Family from the onset. Um, we know that the those impacted the greatest are the children under 18. They are. And at they Save are. the Family, mm-hmm. uh, to see mom and or dad, yeah. uh, the ability to lift themselves up from their yes. situation, mm-hmm. uh, to find Save the Family. Many times children come back. We've been around for 34 years, so they'll come back as adults and say, this was the epitus of my childhood and the pinnacle of my parents being able to change. Amazing. Save the Family provided that change element, that safety mm-hmm. net, mm-hmm. that safe and secure house mm-hmm. that for the first time I felt like I could go to school, I could go to after aftercare program, I could build friendships and move forward in our lives. And I can go home every night, and I've got a bed, mm-hmm. and, and I've got a kitchen, and I've got a bathroom. I can take a bath and brush my teeth. And, oh, by the way, if I don't have many clothes, Josh, I can go to the donation center, sure and I can. Can get, I can get some clothes so that I can go to school and feel proud. A lot of kids are given birthday bags for their yes. birthdays while they're in mm-hmm. our programs. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, I know for two instances, and I've been there almost four years at Save the Family, you know, the, the greatest stories that I've heard are from children that received a, a blanket. Oh, my like gosh. A, like a, a blanket. A baby blanket. Yeah. Uh. You know, and they still uh. have the baby blanket. Oh, my word. And they just, yeah. it recalls a special yeah. time mm-hmm. where they were given a place of their own. Mm-hmm. A sense of security. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that blanket is symbolizing that sense of security for them. It's so amazing. I mean, even when I've toured your organization, it's things like where every new family going into a home, I mean, that house is freshly painted. Mm -hmm. Um, There's all sorts of rooms within your organization that cater to their needs, whether it be birthday gifts, um, food supplies. I mean, even just hearing about the the toiletries and essentials that you would need to maintain a home, Mm -hmm. things like that just blows me away that you guys have under wrap. Yeah, we try to think about everything that you would need to make a house a home, right? You come in, it's an empty shell of a place, it's a house. Mm-hmm. Um, and we understand this, we're in that business of, of selling and, and uh, mm-hmm. providing homes and building a better community. Um, but really what makes a house a home is the stuff that's inside. Right. It's the memories that you right. create. It's right. cooking at home. Yep. Yes. And for many families that have been homeless in the past, have not had that chance to build that family um that family synergy that love and care and support and security that's necessary to break the cycle of homelessness i just love it okay so step up to independence is privately funded how do you go about that what are some of the things that you do to raise money well first i must say thank you to uh the carol royce team uh staunch supporters of over thirty-five thousand dollars <laughs> every single year we are yes. uh title sponsor of our welcome home gala mm-hmm. which is one way that we raise money every Every year, we uh, in February next year it'll be February eighteenth, twenty twenty three. Mark your calendars now. The Welcome yep. Home Gala at the Mona Lucia. It's a fantastic ball uh, to celebrate our successes as an agency and welcome you as our title sponsor. We also have privately funded um, opportunities to support through the charitable tax credit. Oh, um, that's a good one. That's a yes. great opportunity to receive a, 
up to $800 immediately right back in your state taxes if you file jointly and up to 400 if you file single and receive it right back in your state taxes. We love that. And we do promote that. Oh, yes, we do, we mm-hmm. do promote that. So that is something, Josh, that we always do is, is that charitable tax credit. And it can be given all year mm-hmm. round and sure, then taken sure. the next tax season. So mm-hmm. um, certainly think about that. Uh, go visit us online, savethefamily.org. That's uh, savethefamily.org. And find out more about ways to get involved. Mm-hmm. We have our upcoming Back to School Bash. Yes, and then the holidays are right around the corner. I know. We, I know. Yeah, a lot of people get out of town in, yep. in, mm-hmm. in our summer months, and then next thing you know, it's September, and it's like, what, what happened? <laughs> so um, we do uh, Thanksgiving uh, baskets. We, Which, mm-hmm. again, we support. did uh, about yeah. uh, 60 of those. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> we brought the big van. and yes, uh, yes. I even saw Tim out there lifting <laughs> yeah, a bell. That's right. Um, we also do our holidays uh, adopt-a-family program. Oh, that and is so, so cool. You guys have hey, done if you're too. listening and you'd like to get involved with Save the Family, you'd like to get involved with their Thanksgiving baskets, if you'd like to, to take a family, uh, adopt a family for the Christmas holidays, uh, you've got back to school, you can fill backpacks with back-to-school supplies. There are a number of ways. And, and for every one of you that gets involved and helps, that means less dollars, Greg, that your organization needs to spend, has to spend, That's right. to make sure that these families are treated well and have what other families have. That's right. And and hopes that our programming helps build their self-sufficiency oh, absolutely. by offsetting those costs yes. with those in-kind drives that we talked mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Uh, that you participate mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Uh, to ensure that the family can find the self-sufficiency necessary to move forward and uh, end their homelessness once and for all. Yeah. And I just love that it's in the name, Save the Family. I mean, Mm -hmm. by doing so, you're being a catalyst for an entire family, not just an individual. So Mm -hmm. you're making such a huge positive change out there. And we go over and visit. And I tell you what, seeing the kids on the playground, they're happy. Mm -hmm. They're running around. They're being kids. They're being kids. (laughs) They're not playing in an asphalt parking lot. They're not sleeping on the side of a street in in a little tent. I mean, they're actually having a good time and learning what it is like to be to be a kid well it's it's also um to learning to be a kid yes and to assimilate with those shared experiences yes mm-hmm. um eliminating what we call in the business latchkey situations oh, yeah. um i was a latchkey kid both my parents were hard workers and so i would come home to an empty shell of a house mm-hmm. and a cat and uh and and that's and then watch tv right. eat mm-hmm. junk food mm-hmm. and you know latchkey situations are dangerous mm-hmm. uh and you know no child should be after school left alone to have to try and do their homework alone we eliminate those latchkey situations by providing after school programming summer programming throughout the year or throughout the summer uh, and support hundreds of children in that capacity isn't that just awesome josh it is i mean i don't know any other organization that's helping as many families as you guys so kudos there's a (laughs) you know there's it is thank you josh and there's a lot of agencies out there save the family particularly in the East Valley, mm-hmm. is the leading provider of housing, case mm-hmm. management, and mm-hmm. services for over 650 families every year. And it's why, Josh, we looked around. We we, we were looking for uh, an organization to partner with, and we interviewed, and, and we visited facilities. And one of the reasons that we selected you, your organization, Save the Family, and it was unanimous on the Carol Race team, was it's housing. It's getting families.
families off the street, and we're all family, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's just coming alongside moms and dads and saying, you can do this with a little bit of help. Mm -hmm. And it's a hand up, not necessarily a handout. No, no, it really is leveraging the programs Mm -hmm. that have been tried and true for over 30 years, case management, and housing. Housing's the key element to it, and um, we're very happy to have you as a partner. Well, thank you so much. Hey, you have been listening to the Curious Real Estate Show. Josh, we've had a great time with Greg Boone, of Chief Development Officer for Save the Family. And to reach out to them, www.savethefamily.org. Would you recommend they do that, Josh? I would recommend that. Or you can also go to our website, carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. We can get you all sorts of information about them and us. Um, Pick up the phone. Give us a call, 480-776-5231. Stay tuned. We'll see you next segment. Welcome back to the Carol Race Real Estate Show right here on News Talk 550 KFYI. We're here with you every Sunday afternoon, and I'm Vicki Middlebrook in studio today with Josh Collum. Hey there. Hope everyone's having an amazing Father's Day. Yeah. Happy Father's Day to all those fathers out there listening today. We hope you're having an amazing day out there. <laughs> I know that when I was headed to the studio, I could smell all of the grills out and around my house. People all the were, barbecues? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm ready to, to head back and do the same thing myself with my family. Yeah, that's right. So, um, Josh, you know, we've been talking. We had some awesome guests on today. And Mm -hmm. now we're going to kind of go and continue talking with what's going on in our local Arizona real estate market under a million. I'm going to break down today what's going on with single family detached homes as well as what's going on with the townhomes, condos, lofts, patio homes. Sounds exciting. Sounds like we've got some great info. We do have some great info. Um, I'm going to break that down right now. So if we take a look at our data, it's all compiled from the Arizona Regional Multiple List Service servicing Maricopa and Pinal counties. Currently in the single family detached homes active for sale, we have 7,287 homes. Average price point, 570,000. Days on market, 30 days. Under contract in escrow, 6930 still a healthy number. Average price point, 512000 Days on market, 28 days. Closed escrow, just since last week's show, Josh, we had 1,423 single-family detached homes closed escrow. Average price point, $533,658. Days on market for those under con- that closed, 25 days. Now, Josh, there's this kind of underlying kind of inventory out there that's getting ready to come on the market. But mm-hmm. some of the sellers, guess what? They're, they're still allowing showings. They're still allowing showings. These are our coming soon properties. There's 662 homes for sale in our MLS right now that are in the process of being shown or getting ready. So, you know, the inventory is rising. But if you're a buyer... Great news for you. You have more selection out there. You do. um, And we know how to unlock that for you. I mean, I've always heard buyers say that, you know, they've seen houses that came on and five minutes later, they're already pending. And it's because of that coming soon status that I think a lot of buyers may be missed out because they're not going to see it unless they're working with an agent. So you need to pick up the phone and give us a call, 480-776-5231. And we'd love to get you connected to those homes. Yeah. And Josh, you make a great point. They're not going to find those homes on the internet Mm -mm. because those homes and coming soon. 
they're entered into our MLS, but they're not syndicated. So if you're looking on many of these sites that buyers are familiar with looking for, for homes, mm-hmm. they're not showing they're not up there. there. And then buyers always wonder why they'll say to me, you know what? I've been looking on these sites, but what happened is as soon as I saw the house come on the market, it immediately went under contract or pending status. And I'm like, that's because there's this underlying inventory. So if you've been a buyer and you didn't find the right home and you want to get the right home, the Caraways team is ready to serve you. Give us a call. 480-776-5231. We'd love to sit down with you, consult with you, Mm -hmm. talk to you about the home buying process and help you find the right home for you and your family. And Josh, it's exciting when we get to help home buyers. It is exciting. I mean, I know that a lot of buyers are kind of feeling the strain of the rising interest rates, um, but you know, we're noticing more and more inventory out there. And for a while, buyers just couldn't find the right home for themselves because everything was so limited. So I think it's a great time for buyers still. They're having more options out there. They're getting maybe more features than they could have um, just because, you know, there wasn't that in- inventory. Correct. And, you know, we know what the market is today. Um, as far as the interest rates, you know, those could go up more. They could go down. I know the feds are expecting to raise them more and more. And while ours are based off of bonds, you know, the expectation is that they could go up. But At the end of the day, especially if you're not in a home, we want you to at least start accruing equity and you can always refi down the line. I mean, there's so many options, but um, again, if you're a buyer and you've been thinking about making a move, we're here to help you. That's right. Because even if, you know, price and interest rates impact your payment, of course, Mm -hmm. but one thing we do know, there's people that are sitting on the sidelines right now. They're waiting for the market just to drop, to tank, to do whatever it's going to do. One thing we do know, though, that pricing, if it does go down, it always comes back up and Mm -hmm. it always comes back higher than where it was. And if you need housing or you want to get into the game of homeownership or maybe you want to you're in homeownership right now, but you want to buy a different property, it's okay. Mm -hmm. This market's okay to go out and sell a home, buy a home, do what you want to do. Um, Americans, we always keep living and we make it through when things kind of get tough, Mm -hmm. but we're not seeing that this is going to be just a, a major crash where everything just comes falling down. We do see that there might be some price adjustments out there. We're starting to see some of that in the market right now as inventory is rising. Um, but you know, life happens. People have babies, they get married, they get divorced. Um, deaths happen, unfortunately, and not in the order that I've labeled it out there, (laughs) but I'm just saying, um, there's always a reason why people will need to be buying Mm -hmm. and selling real estate, right, Josh? Definitely. And I know that you had, uh, some other reports about townhouses, Vicki. So did you want to dive into those? Yeah. So let's go ahead and take a look this week based on our Arizona regional multiple list service, which is the MLS on the townhomes, condos, patio homes, and lofts. Let's go ahead and look at, Josh, how many units are for sale in the Valley? Mm -hmm. There's 1,297 units, and this is Maricopa and Pinal Counties. Average price point, $424,851 with days on market. wild. Averaging 28. It is wild, right? Under contract, in escrow, these units have buyers on them, 1,308. 
Average price point, 415000 with days on market, 23 days. Now, Josh, closed escrow just since last week's show. There were 285 units with an average price point of $375,030 with days on market, 23. And just earlier, we were talking about kind of that underlying inventory called the coming soon. Mm -hmm. There's 83 units with an average list price of 376000 Some of these are allowing showings, and some of them are getting ready to come on the market. Yeah. I mean, I definitely love the townhouse market. Um, a lot of people enjoy it because of that turnkey nature, uh, a lot of great secondary properties there. And, you know, for a while, I think a lot of the builder quality, especially when you're in, say, South Scottsdale, kind of looks the same. But we have so much cool product nowadays, whether it's the, the regular condo or vertical townhomes. So if you're looking for something like that, you want kind of a secondary home, or maybe this is a, a first home for you, whatever your needs are, there's tons of amazing properties out there. There are a lot of amazing properties, and there's even a lot of awesome lifestyle mm -hmm. properties out there. We're seeing more and more interest of buyers saying, I want to live in one of these lifestyle communities where I can play tennis, pickleball, go to the gym and work out pool. Some of them have amazing restaurants where they can meet up and have a drink with neighbors, mm -hmm. right? I've always said that during, you know, the COVID era that we're in, people yearned for that community sense. And I think more and more, they're only going to gravitate more towards that. Um, they want that sense of community and activity and things they can do within their own neighborhood. So it's exciting. That's right. So if you're looking for an amazing lifestyle community, you need to check out Encantera. Mm -hmm. This neighborhood is all ages. All, however, they do have a section for the 55 plus, but we have an amazing home in the all ages section, 1392 East Verde Boulevard for 950000 What I love about this home, it's two bedrooms in the main home, and then it has a casita, Ooh, so a third bedroom mm -hmm. in the casita. So it's three bedrooms, two and a half baths, 2,755 square feet. Highly, highly upgraded with yeah. today's current trends. I've seen the inside. It's stunning. Yeah, the owners did not miss a step when they were at the design center, mm -hmm. and they were picking out all the high quality upgrades. It even has solid core doors, but the his and hers suite in the master bathroom where the vanities are on private sides, as well as dual closets, dual toilet rooms, all kinds of cool things. But the backyard, it has a north facing backyard that's all hardscaped. Mm -hmm. It's ready for you just to enjoy the outdoor fireplace and have neighbors over and family and friends and just entertain in this beautiful home. Yeah. If you're looking for move in ready, that one's great. And again, you were talking about the lifestyle community. It's amazing there. So great home. Absolutely. And then Josh, we do have several homes that are coming on the market in that North Scottsdale corridor. Mm -hmm. What, um, this one on, 18835 North 93rd Street in Scottsdale at Pima and Legacy. Great okay. location, North Scottsdale. It's coming on the market at that $1.5 million price, and it's 3495 square feet. It has two levels, but it's a five-bedroom, three-bath, three-car garage with a swimming pool, and this house backs to the natural preserve, and you can see the mountain views, mm -hmm. you can see the natural preserve, and you can even get a glimpse at some city lights. So this house is amazing, highly, highly upgraded, a custom kitchen put inside. Beautiful floor plan. Beautiful floor plan, and it's just a remodeled 
awesome interior. So if you're looking for an amazing home in that North Scottsdale area, you need to reach out to the Carol Royce team. And we have another one over on White Feather Lane coming soon for a million two fifty, and that house is in a beautiful gated community. It's been an awesome show today. It has. Spending time with our listeners is always amazing. We want to wish all of the fathers out there a happy Father's Day. Hope you're having a great day. Um, you can pick up the phone. You can give the Carol Race team a call today or or this week if you're thinking about buying or selling a home at 480-776-5231. Or you can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. And on that website, we do feature our podcast. So if you ever missed a beat to this show and you want to hear more, you can always go there, click the, the podcast tab, and you'll see all of our shows. And we appreciate meeting with you, our listeners, and we love all the referrals. Thank you for referring your friends and family and co-workers to the Carol Race team. And again, you can go on our website, Carol Has the Buyers, and share this show with your friends and family.